Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded, recently hitting 6 million listens. Support us by buying a copy of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a small donation. In return, we'll give you the chance to nominate a guest and even win lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. Find out more at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! For all the super wine geeks out there, we have a special new series dedicated to you. We are reading excerpts from our new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Wine lovers, tune in for your weekly fix only on Italian Wine Podcast. If you want to own a copy of this new must-read Italian wine textbook, just go to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Sardinia. Historical background. It was believed that vines were introduced to Sardinia by the Phoenicians, although there is a no documentary evidence to support this theory. A recent discovery has now shown that vines have been present on the island since the time of the Nuragic civilization, which lasted from the 18th century BC to the Roman colonization in 238 BC. Some 10 years ago, wells dug into the rock for storing foodstuffs were discovered in Cabras, inside which Vitis vinifera seeds were found. Carbon dating carried out by the University of Cagliari's Center for the Conservation of Biodiversity, led by Professor Gianluigi Bacchetta, showed that seeds date back some 3,000 years, supporting the idea that viticulture was present well before the Phoenicians and Romans. It is certain, however, that when Sardinia was conquered by the Romans in the 3rd century BC, vines were scarcely present on the territory and the wine, produced in a rather modest manner and of poor quality, was mostly destined for local consumption so much so that not even Pliny the Elder mentioned it in his writings. There followed centuries during which no evidence of viticultural activity survives, except for the description of the Latin system of pruning that was mentioned by Columella in the Re Rustica. With the collapse of the Roman Empire, the already poor Sardinian viticulture almost completely disappeared, a trend that was exacerbated by the barbarian invasions that resulted in further destruction and the abandonment of vine cultivation. It was only thanks to the efforts of the Basilian monks during the Byzantine period, which began in 534 and saw Sardinia become one of the seven provinces of the Exarchate of Africa, that wine growing on the island experienced a revival with the introduction of new vines planted around the monasteries. Viticulture on the island suffered no further significant downturns, even surviving the Arab invasion of the Mediterranean territories that culminated in the conquest of Sicily in 1827, as Sardinia was only marginally involved in Islamic expansion which ultimately triggered both the decline of the Byzantine Empire and the gradual but inexorable 
inexorable detachment of Sardinia from Byzantium at the end of the 8th century. From Byzantium at the end of the 8th century. Until the arrival of the Arabs, the island had been governed by a Judex Province, provincial judge, who appointed four lieutenants, Locio Servatores, to head the four territories into which Sardinia was divided. With the continuous Arab incursions, the Locio Servatores became increasingly autonomous from the central power, laying the foundation of the constitution of the Judicati, the four Sardinian kingdoms. We have to wait for the expansion of the maritime republics, Genoa and Pisa in particular, and their struggle for possession of the island, for vine cultivation to really gain new impetus. In 1297, Sardinia's northwest territories entered the Spanish sphere of the Aragonese, who in 1329 instituted export duties on every barrel of fine wine at a cost of one denaro in the case of red wine and two denari in the case of white wine. During the Spanish period, the number of varieties cultivated increased and wine production slowly exceeded local needs. In fact, in 1361, in the Spanish province of Alguero, a royal decree banned the introduction and sale of wines not produced in a territory in the month between October and April. In the remaining part of the year, wines from other parts of the island were subject to high custom duties. To high customs duties. In short, a protectionist policy emerged that protected Alguero's wine growing industry coupled with the application of precise rules in the rural code that governed the planting, growing, and harvesting of vines. The birth of the Judicati of the cities of Cagliari and Torres and the regions of Arborea and Gallura ensured the good governance of Sardinia and from an agricultural point of view introduced a number of effective reforms. First, by consolidating and increasing the cultivation of vine crops, and then by incentivizing the wine trade, thanks to the measures introduced by Marianus IV of Arbore. In the mid-14th century, Darborea issued the Ordinamentos de Vinja de Labradores e de Hortos, known as the Rural Code, which later merged into the printed edition of the Carta de Logu around 1480. This work was of fundamental importance as it included a civil and penal code to regulate certain sectors of the legal system. In 1804, the Reale Società Agraria ed Economica, the Royal Agricultural and Economic Society, was established, and the behest of Carlo Felice, King of Sardinia and Duke of Savoy, introducing elements of modernization in Sardinian agriculture until it was wound up in 1862. The appearance of phylloxera threw the sector into an existential crisis with a significant reduction in cultivated fields that lasted until after the Second World War. Signs of recovery finally arrived in the 1950s 
with the first experiments to bring in cultivation systems with higher yields, such as espalier and marquee cultivation. Gradually, the area under vines increased in the Cagliari, Nuoro, and Sassari areas, and in other areas throughout Sardinia, which, with regional autonomy, saw the birth of many social wine cellars. Today, Sardinia viticulture has reached the right speed and is enjoying increasing prestige thanks to constant and meticulous work that focuses on enhancing the quality of native wines. Wine to Wine Business Forum. Everything you need to get ahead in the world of wine. Supersize your business network. Share business ideas with the biggest voices in the industry. Join us in Verona on November 13 to 14, 2023. Tickets available now at wine2wine.net. Geomorphology. Sardinia is the second largest island in the Mediterranean after Sicily. To the east, the Tyrrhenian Sea separates it from Italy by 180 kilometers. The Bocca di Bonifacio lies between the island and Corsica. While to the south, the Strait of Sardinia divides it from the Tunisian coast and the Mediterranean from the Balearic Islands to the west. It is the third largest region by area in Italy, after Sicily and Piedmont, and is 14% mountainous, with 68% composed of hills and rocky plateaus, some of which have particular shapes known as jare or golei, if granitic or basaltic, or tacchi or toneri, if composed of sandstone and limestone. The average altitude is around 330 meters above sea level, while the island's highest massif in the Genargento, whose highest point, Punta La Marmora, reaches 1,834 meters above sea level. Other mountainous reliefs of lower height can be found in Galura, Sarrabus, and Iglesiente Arborize. Flat areas represent 18% of the regional territory. The only real plain is Campidano, an alluvial plain that extends from the Gulf of Oristano to the Gulf of Cagliari. Less important is the plain between Porto Torres and Alghero, called the Nurra. The main watercourses are the Flumendosa and the Cedrino that flow into the Tyrrhenian Sea, the Coginas, and the Tirso, that flow into the Sardinian Sea, and the Fluminimannu, that flows into the Gulf of Cagliari. There is a great lithological variety in Sardinia. There are metamorphic, magmatic, and sedimentary rocks. Almost all the mountains are formed from very ancient rocks that provide a perfect snapshot of the island's geological history beginning with the so-called Sardinia phase and the Caledonian orogeny at the beginning of the Paleozoic, in which the first nucleus of today's Sulcis was formed, before it emerged completely together with Corsica during the Hercinian orogeny, Carboniferous. Through the displacements and collisions between the great African plates, the Eurasian plates, 
and the North Atlantic plates between 35 and 13 million years ago, a deep fracture originated, leading to the detachment of microplates, which included Sardinia and Corsica to the northeast, and the Balearic Islands complex to the southeast, to, and the Balearic Islands complex to the southwest. Viticulture has developed mainly in the Medio Campidano, along the western coasts in the areas of Oristano, Anguero, and Sulcis, where vineyards have contributed significantly to the characterization of the landscape. The Campidano area shows a mosaic in which the oldest formations occupy the western slope, while more recent deposits are found in the center and rocks dating back to the tertiary period are concentrated in the east. The soils are of varied texture. Some of them are clay, originating from the draining of ponds and coastal dune soils, while there are soils of good aggregation with sufficient permeability and limestone suitable for the production and of sweet wines such as Nasco, Malvasia, and Moscato. This area also includes the Vernaccia di Oristano zone, which extends along the sides of the river Tirso to its mouth in the Gulf of Oristano. To the north and east are hilly patches of rocks belonging to the Sardinian Oligomyocene sedimentary volcanic complex and the plateau of Pleiopleistocene basalts. These hills were once much higher than they appear today, having been leveled by the slow and inexorable impact of atmospheric agents, effectively creating sediments that fill the tectonic trench of the northern Campidano with powerful detrital alluvial layers, often terraced, that today form the Oristanese plain. Near the coast, marine and wind dynamics have created extensive fields of dunes, ponds, and lagoons that are constantly changing, at the base of which are the sediments typical of these lake environments. Another important Sardinian vine is Cannonau, which is cultivated on the basalts of the Dorgali area, the granite soils of the Nuoro and Oliena areas, and the granite and metamorphic soils of Pogliastra. It proves particularly resistant on arid and gravelly soils, although it prefers well-exposed, ventilated areas and cool soils. Carignano del Sulcis is produced in the area of the same name and also on the island of Sant'Antioco, which is made up of the rhyolitic rhyodacitic ignimbrites from the oligomyocene. Another historical grape variety is Malvasia, cultivated mainly along the northwestern coast on soils of volcanic origin. In the southern part of Sardinia, around Cagliari, the Monica vine is grown, which prefers warm areas and soils of calcareous siliceous composition, and Nuragus, which is perfectly suited to marley, well-exposed soils in hilly areas. Gallura, on the other hand, is the home of Vermentino, 
and is characterized by a predominantly granite lithology of Hercynian age dating back 300 million years. However, it is between Albia and Oskidi on alluvial soils of granite rocks that this vine finds its ideal habitat, especially at altitudes varying between 100 and 600 meters above sea level. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.